possibly bleak as this. What's up, everyone? Welcome to uh, our very first uh, in-person with video <laughs> and new box. Awesome. <laughs> Look at us! Look at us! Old Look, video uh, on box to box. Um, we are very excited. We've spent the last uh, hour or two trying to put all to put together all of this stuff that we have. Honestly, not much idea how it all works. Um, yeah, but we're hoping it's recording right now. We are, we're very excited. <laughs> yeah, that would be. That'd be too bad if we weren't. Shout out Mike from Streetwater who called me. He keeps on calling me. Make sure I got it. He's oh. called me A to see if I wasn't a scammer and B to see if I got it. What Word. a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Um, right. Also, uh, Jack Harris, our support as always, making us some new intros, uh, which hopefully will be on this pod, um, as well as helping us out in picking this sound equipment up. Um, so hopefully, hopefully it sounds good. Um, it looks good. Let's get um, let's get into it. Let's yeah. get into it. Um, so I think what I kind of want to start off talking about is Aston Villa. I feel like Villa so far this season have been underwhelming. I think actually thinking back on when we made our predictions in the beginning of the year, I had Villa at like sixth place. I think finishing the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure where they're sitting right now, but I know it's not sixth. Um, maybe more like eleventh or something like that. But big pickups, Coutinho. Uh, Luca Dina, I don't know if that one's finalized yet, but I think yeah. um, my, my boy Fabrizio. Yeah, Coutinho back to the prem. Coutinho back to the prem. And then also, I think Basuma is also being very close to getting a deal there, which would be crazy. That's like a That's, team turnaround. Those are, are three huge picks. Like, what's going on? Yeah. I, I, I don't know where it's <laughs> coming from, honestly. Um, I mean, I guess they have all that Grealish money, probably. They probably yeah. didn't reinvest much of that. They invested in Buendia, but... Not, not that much, not 100. So they probably probably were waiting on something like this. Yeah, and Coutinho's alone. Dina is for free, or? Dina, I've heard, is like 25 million. Okay, yeah, so, it's, yeah, so not, not too much. And Basuma, Dina, I've looked at the stats. Dina's a, a quality player. He's like one of the better players on Everton. He's kind of like underrated, and 25, I feel like 25 yeah. million is a good valuation. Mm. He's also like a, <laughs> he's also like a, a, like a seen or a proven player in the Premier League, yes. you know, which is like hard to come by. Yeah, um, he's so the test of time. And then Basuma, I'm assuming if they're getting him, will be a little bit pricier. Um, that's just a rumor. That's nothing kind of confirmed on that, but that is kind of a rumor. That's a huge, which would be a huge, huge yeah. move. I mean, he's yeah. a he's a star player as well. Um, be tough for Brighton, but I think since they are kind of doing well this this season, but I guess if they're going to go for the money. Yeah. Um, no, it makes more sense for Brighton to sell because um, they're mid-table, but also it doesn't make sense for Villa to be going crazy right now unless they're trying to get deals. Which are, they're kind of getting a deal um, with Dino. They're getting Coutinho. <coughs> um, I guess it, it makes sense if they're getting it for cheaper in the January window because they're not going for anything this year. They're not going for top, top four. four. Yeah. Right, they're not going for top four, but they're definitely going for a better place than they are now. I think. Right. I think, like... Compared to their season last year, I think they have a better chance of at least trying to get that like a seventh place. You can get you can get Europe, the year of yeah. the conference league in seventh place. I feel like that's achievable for them. I don't know. It's kind of so far into the season, and uh, right. a lot well, of those big six are picking up speed. But yeah, um, that has know. to be what they're doing, though. 
why why else would you go for Coutinho? Yeah, and yeah. also like back up Steven Gerrard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure he wants to implement some new stuff. I'm sure they, um, you know, promise him some money or some transfers. Um, so I feel like that's where they got to be going. Yeah, Lorenzo Insigne to MLS. ああ、そうだ、トランスポーツ。いや、いや、ダイヤモンドクレイジーピカス。いや、いや、ダイヤモンドクレイジーピカス。いや、いや、ダイヤモンドクレイジーピカス。いや、いや、ダイヤモンド
some regression or correlation there. Yeah. Well, there was that one crazy stat. It was like um, Trippier was the only English player in La Liga or something yeah, like right. that, which is unbelievable. Like, that's yeah. like in the whole league. <laughs> which that's is pretty crazy. rough, yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah. We, we, we're watching... Yeah, well, I think we didn't talk about our match of the week, um, which we started as a new segment we started last week for those yeah. of you who listen, but basically um, we'll choose one match every week um, and then we'll all make predictions, watch it together, um, and kind of keep score of our predictions to see how we're doing against each other. But last week was uh, Roma versus Juventus, and I think what Tommy was going to say is that Roma had three English players in their starting lineup. It was like the most ever in Serie A. Yeah, Sam Abraham, Chris Smalling, and uh, Maitland Niles. Yeah, yeah. Um, who just moved from Arsenal and uh, I think had one training session and then was with the team due to <laughs> yeah. COVID and injuries on Roma. Um, but yeah, we, we can just talk about that game. Um, Banger of a game. Yeah, we were texting all game and we were like, okay, like first goal, like Roma, like this is good. Wait, re- recap, like, you said it was 2-0. I said 2-0. Yeah, said so 2-0. none of us got it right. None yeah. of us got the result right. We all had Roma winning. Max had the score being 2-0. I had 2-1. And you I had 3-1. Three three so we all like, were... We were, we were like... I was I was yeah. thinking it was like 60th minute, and it reached 3-1. I was feeling good. And yeah. then it just like collapsed after that. It, the whole team collapsed. That, it was yeah. started with the free kick, right? And then it was like 3-2, and then Roma just fell apart, kind of. Which was... Yeah. Crazy. But Yeah, no, that final goal too was so like energetic. I was like, those like that was I crazy. <laughs> and then also like missed free kick, delict red card, or missed penalty kick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think, big Chesney. Yeah, big Chesney, yeah. Um, pretty good. And also the rebound too that uh Pellegrini just missed. Um, unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Put that home. Um, but pretty good. Game to start off our match of the week yeah, segment. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, we're at, we're at so. zero points, so. Yeah, <laughs> so we need. We're gonna point. change it this week. I know. So yeah. So this week, um, our match of the week will be Tottenham versus Arsenal on Sunday, I believe. Sunday, yeah. Sunday at yeah, 10:30 Sunday. Central. Um, you want to start us off with your? Yeah. Your so um, so some of my notes: Arsenal plays Liverpool this week. And Tottenham plays Chelsea midweek as well. So both of them are going to have big games. Um, so I'm curious to see if like they rest anyone. Um, I think it might be for the Carabao Cup is who they're, who they're playing or why they're playing. Tottenham first. I think. Okay, yeah. And then um, Arsenal's kind of dropped in form. Last two games, two losses, um, including the one against Nottingham Forest. Which, honestly, I thought they dominated the whole game. Like, yeah. they dominated, and then they let in one goal, 1-0. One it's un- like, um, unfortunate to say like this, but they kind of, like, pulled an arsenal. I know. Over the past it's, always, it's always like, okay, like, they're doing well, they're doing well, and then it's like, okay, it's the same old arsenal. But um, Tottenham has been playing pretty well. I mean, they had that loss against Chelsea, um, but then had a really competitive game, 2-2 against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, beat West Ham, like, 3-2, maybe. Yeah. Um, I watched like, the Palace game. They I was dominated. Two one. Yeah. Two one. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then Palace three zero beat yeah. them. Um, I'm pulling for Arsenal. I think there's gonna be. I think there's gonna be goals in this one. Yeah, Two one. Arsenal. Arsenal. Write it down, Tommy. I will write. And we got we got on video now. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's that's no. Okay. Arsenal, yeah. Um. Yeah. Honestly, if. 
my score has been scribbled out three times, um, trying to make these notes. So, um, <laughs> I, I'm uncertain. No, I, I have one written down, I just don't know. Um, yeah, I changed mine last minute. Yeah, I'm going Tottenham. I'm going 3-2 mm, Tottenham. 3-2. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think we're going to get some late, late excitement. Um, the thing is, they've both been in such good form lately. Um, overall, obviously, mm-hmm. Arsenal had that little slip up, but they've both been in like pretty spectacular form. Um, Arsenal with a big showing. They lost to City, but they that you know, was were such a controversial such game. a controversial game. They yeah. lost two one. They had the opening goal for Kyle Saka, um, and then Tottenham's game against Liverpool. They should have won um, a couple times. You know, they had so many chances. Um, and I think what's really gonna the game is going to be decided um, on the flanks, I think. I'm hoping um, Sessegnon plays. He played against uh, Liverpool for Tottenham on that left wingback role. Played really well with a lot of confidence. Um, I think Emerson's been playing well as well um, on the right side for Tottenham. Um, and I think they're, they're going to be the difference makers for, for Tottenham. And I think they're going to... Be the reason. Okay. Tom's going three two. Three two. Three two. Tom's going for a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I. Right. Well, now this is exciting because at least yeah, at least yeah. yeah. Someone's gonna get a point unless they tie. All right, all right. So weeks ago we were talking about who's gonna make that four, that number four spot. Yeah. I'm back. I back Tottenham. I think this is the game where they have to. They have to be, they're gonna prove mm-hmm. that they're better than Arsenal. It's gonna set the tone for the rest of the year. If not, I'm kind of scared because that's also in. On the internet of me saying, uh, <laughs> I'm, worried about, I'm worried about my, my reputation yeah. out there. But the thing is, Arsenal, like, on paper, look like they have, like, a much better team than um, Tottenham. Because Tottenham plays a pretty defensive game with Conte. Um, when they play, they're, like, 5-3-2 with, like, their Ndombele, Harry Winks, um, Della Ale, and then, like, Kane, Son. That's a much more attacking side, but it doesn't work. Like, they've tried right. it. Um, it worked well against Liverpool. Um, it was a two-two game, and then they tried it again, and they, I think they lost in the against Mora, or they 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 they've, like struggled with it. Mm-hmm. So they play like a very boring, honestly, like the three-four-three. Three. Um, but I think it works um, to mitigate other teams' offense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the key to the game because Arsenal has Martinelli, they have Saka, and they have Odegaard or Smith Rowe and Lacazette. It's a it's one of the better atta- attacks I've seen Arsenal in a while, um, but I think Tottenham's going to mitigate it. Problem one problem. All right, is Son's out. Son's he's injured or has COVID. I don't know. Clutch sure. Lucas Mora. It's going to be Clutch Bergwijn Mora. I think that so he's going to still either still play a three four three or have um, yeah it has to be a three four three maybe like a a three four one two with Ndombele and. Um, I think also like something to, that I think is helping Tottenham's case is the fact that um, Conte has kind of been like building his form and you know he's becoming more and more comfortable with the team. They start off the season really bad under Nuno, but they've kind of been building and building and building. Now we see Kane scoring some goals. Yeah. Um, we see them coming up big against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, obviously they didn't play as well against Chelsea the other day. That was Carabao Cup, maybe a little bit less. Enthusiasm in the game, um, so I think I'm, I think I'm backing Conte more than I am Tottenham. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's what, yeah. I was, makes sense. I was gonna say that. Like I, I on paper, Arsenal I think is a better team, 
But I think I just like feel that Conte is controlling the ship and right. can mitigate Arsenal's strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna go two one because Son's out, and I don't think Tottenham's gonna score like crazy, like crazy, and they're gonna try to huddle down a little bit and try to mitigate Arsenal's attack, mm-hmm. um, but score a few counterattack goals. So it's me, Two one. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. This is you, Max. This will be good. Uh, let's also with the winner. Really? Yeah, that's one. That's my pick of the week. Saka won for sure. Maybe like a header by Tony Yasu or something. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you gotta just get one. One. You gotta get one like bold pick, right? Because then it's Davidson worth it. Sanchez. <laughs> Four yard blast. <laughs> Four yard. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. All, right, yeah. All right. Well, picks are in. Um, they're in the cloud now, so the word is out. Um, all right, so now we're gonna move into our more of our like main segment for the week. Um, as you guys may have seen, um, the FIFA Team of the Year is on the way. I believe it comes out sometime next week, but they've um, given it out to the fans to give their votes. Um, so we've all made our votes, and we're gonna kind of discuss and compare what we have and come up with one team together um, for who we think should be uh, Team of the Year as yeah. a collective. Mm-hmm. Team of the Year. Who was the best in 2021? Right, and the, yeah. the best is up for debate. That's yeah, one of the bigger, the bigger contention yeah. points. Form, overall yeah. player. All right, it's so subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's start right. top or at the goalie. Let's goalie. start with goalie. All right, <laughs> goalie is where like I started with goalie last night when I was doing oh. my research. And There's like, a lot it's there. Oh it's the hardest stuck. one. I know I, it's hard. I, I broke, <laughs> I broke down what makes a goalie good, right? You first is stop shot stop shot stopping ability. Mm-hmm. Then a, a lower rank is more um, sweeper keeper, just stopping shots from even starting, like yeah. being a sweeper keeper, stopping um, uh, crosses coming in. And finally, more modern day um, keepers are very good with their feet and passing. Um, but I think a main um, thing a goalie needs, what's it called? the ability, is a shot stopping ability. And analytics is coming into play because it's so hard to like actually see consistently if a goalie is good. Because mm-hmm. you see it, you watch like a highlighted make someone making a crazy right. save, that's gonna like lash onto your mind. Ramsdale. Yeah, right. Yeah. Ramsdale going crazy. I love like, Ramsdale. <laughs> yeah, but is he consistently yes, making yeah. the, the saves that he needs to make? And they have the new stat is um, there's post shot expected goals. So a player shoots the ball from outside the box, pretty low chance. So that like from there probably has a four percent chance of scoring the goal. But he shoots it curler top bins. That's like a after he shoots it, it's a like 70 percent chance he's going to score it. If the goalie saves it, they've saved 0.6 of a goal essentially because sixty percent right. of the time that's so a it's goal. Going, going like basically. That's like how tough the save is to make. Right? Yeah, exactly. The quality of the shot, how tough that save is to yeah. make. And on average, over the, over the season, you right. can see how um, well a goalie is sa- saving shots, essentially. How many goals did they save throughout the season? And I looked at and, it, and the number one Thibaut Courtois. is Thibaut Courtois. Yeah. But, fuck Thibaut Courtois. He left Chelsea. Dude, I was, just, I was looking at those stats. I was yeah. like, no way. Yeah. But his stats are like, through the roof. Through I the like wrote down Mendy right away, and then I was looking through, like doing some research, and I was like, 
like Thibaut Courtois is nasty. Yeah, he is number one. He has, he saves on average per game um, 0. 0.17, 0. 0.17 shots over the season. That's that's, that's like, so that's point that's point expected. One, sorry, 1.17. Yeah, so. that's expected or what is what is called minus expected goals. That's the difference. Yeah. So let's say let's say you play ten games. Um, the at, depending based on the shots, you're supposed to make. You're supposed to like the the team was supposed to score twenty goals. Right. And Courtois saved what like um, seven twenty point one seven. Like the no twenty point one seven. Saves is what he made, I believe. We're confusing the audience. He's yeah. good. He's good. He's saving more <laughs> right. than he should right. by a lot. Is that what you have to, Tebow? That's what I have written down, but I. Oh, so you have to leave the number, Chelsea. The number two guy, guy he Tebow Courtois is league is league with one other guy, which is Mike Magnon, the guy who was Lille and AC Milan last year, right. and I never really. I haven't really watched him, but like I, I trust that I trust that stat over like the eye test and goalies because I feel like in terms of other stats, you can't really um, show how good a player is consistently unless you see him play and see him move. Yes. But goalie, you consistently, I feel like because of that, Courtois and Mignon, and based on the teams they're on, mean means that the like the teams rate them really well. They're going to pay the best goalies really well, and they're performing. Those are mm-hmm. right now the two best, in my opinion. I'm, I'm gonna put down Manion because fuck, fuck that's my so that's, that's my only real that's okay. my that's my book. Yeah, I think this is one of my like hottest. Well, so I think I think one thing that you have to like take into account. So like that's just like skill, right? So that's basically just like how good is a goalkeeper, right? Yeah. Um, but I think basically the big counterpoint with that is what do they achieve? And Courtois didn't achieve much, you know. Um, they didn't win La Liga. The, the Belgium didn't do very well in the Euros. Um, Mike Mignon won um, League One. Yeah. So that's huge. That's big. Mendy won um, the Champions League. Pretty big. Donnarumma. Um, and they won the. Uh, no, he was on it. Yeah, so he Donnarumma, won. Donnarumma, AC Milan, and Euros. Yeah, but AC Milan didn't. It was Inter Milan. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So he won the Euros and was player of the tournament. Yeah. With huge stops and, and penalties. That's true, but like he might not play the best goalkeeper on his team. Yeah. Well, Nava, Navas plays more than than Donnarumma. And yeah, right now. Yeah, I think um, Donnarumma has eight games in League One, and Navas has twelve. So far <laughs> this year. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's also like in this year. Yeah. Um, how we're looking at it, but I just think like. Being so good in a tournament, like when your team needs you, your country is like it's relying clutch. on you, and you're yes. the only person standing, like in front of, like on, on the line, literally for for your team. Yeah. That's I mean that has to be I think like a highlight, and that's almost why I'm looking at Donnarumma over um, Mendy. Mm. I think Mendy obviously had a phenomenal season with Chelsea, with their um, you know clean sheet record and whatnot, um, but also Chelsea had a great defense, which I think kind of plays into that. Um, and although Mendy is a great keeper, I don't think he had as many like outstanding moments like Donnarumma had um, in the penalty shootouts. Right. Um, and like Courtois and Mignon do kind of on their stats. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think because of that, I'm going Donnarumma. Donnarumma. And I think you... What Wait, who do you guys think I'm going for? Well, that's what we're... <laughs> 
I, I feel like it's tough. You can't really say, tro- are we gonna, are we gonna put trophies into this equation? And how heavily are we gonna? Is Jorginho on your list? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about <laughs> um, Because they, like, are they the best player because they won their trophy? Like, if you're a player on, um, you're still playing on the highest level, but your team got tenth in the league, and you were the absolutely you dominated every single game. Does that player deserve it on versus a player who is objectively worse, but on a team that won the championship? Mike Mignon wasn't even he didn't start in the Euros. Was he even on That's, the team? I guess not. No, he was. Lloris was over him. That should be like the highest level, you know. Mm-hmm. If we're thinking about League One as like, yes, he has a great stats, but he's not even playing at the highest level. That is true. Um, I'll mark him down because he didn't play on the Euros, but I feel. If, based on the stats, he should be he should be starting. Uh, Lloris also has pretty good stats. I was looking yeah. at it. He, he, he was good, and he probably has um, a better connection with the players on the France team just because of his seniority. Um, so yes, because because he, if you don't play in your national team, fine, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. concede Mignon. But um, I think if I'll, I'll only include trophies if that player like Donnarumma. Um, came up big in those big right. games. If you were just on a team that um, won the trophy, you, that's not that's right. nothing for me. If you didn't score in those big games, back to back penalty shootout wins. Yeah, right. Um, he has the most like in a penalty shootout like that. He has the most most sway on the team. Yeah. Um, it'd be Spain and penalties on England to win the tournament, um, giving him player of the tournament. And obviously, you know his performance with AC Milan, they didn't do as well as a team. Um, but I think that like speaks volumes, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, mean, have, like, I mean, looking. Your side. Yeah. <laughs> so like looking at at keepers, I try to not look at clean sheets because, like, yeah, the goalkeepers are making the saves, but it also comes down to like the defense. Like, Men- Mendy has a lot of clean sheets, but that's also because Chelsea's defense is so good. Um, but then I look at um, like shot save percentages, you know. And Mendy, besides Courtois, has the highest uh, save percentages. So 81% save percentage in the Prem, um, 75% in the Champions League so far. Um, and I, I, know, I know Mendy had the two mistakes against West Ham and then the mistake against Everton too. So like maybe he's dropped in form a little bit, but I still think he's the best shot stopper. And like that's like when I think of goalkeeper... I'm like, who's going to save a shot? Well, I know, but so shouldn't that speak to Courtois if he has just, like, better stats? And the shot percentage back could, be, stats, it could be because back Chelsea um, forces teams to take bad shots. So you can have a high percentage chance against just long shots mm-hmm. versus um, a stat that takes into account how good those shots were after they, they shot it. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Courtois is obviously better based on that, though, taken into those factors. Yeah. I feel like we no one wants to vote Courtois. Yeah, I don't want to vote Courtois. Do we put him down? He started for Belgium in the uh, Euros. They did pretty well. Yeah. Um, like, I don't want I don't want to vote for him. Madrid like, is and Madrid, yeah. by, like, I think, a mile. I think <laughs> we're all speaking around it. He's also the biggest name on my yeah, sheet. Yeah, I know. All right. Put him down, Courtois. 
I'm Most proud. Of, I'm proud of us for rationally yeah. coming to an answer. Yeah, That's probably the only one where none of us picked him, but we're gonna put him. <laughs> yeah, we uh, <laughs> we did something wrong. <laughs> What's going on? All right. Um, do Let's we go left to, back. Yeah, left back. All right, the rest of this is pure passion. No yeah. rationale. <laughs> I don't have a good stats because I we had the goalkeepers. I had to have so many stats because that's like the, I feel like the best way to determine yeah. them. Yeah. Um, other players a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's more like eye test and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot, okay. of, a lot of stats nowadays don't show. Um, there's a lot, especially players in the field. There's a lot of off the ball stuff they do. A lot of like just like um, things and that tactically they bring to the team. And also, I think the fact that like certain positions, like think about like left and right backs. You know, those fullbacks, they could be like very poor defensively, but they're crazy a huge. Things, yeah. Players are so expensive, or like so important. Think about Davies, well, for example. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if that's what you're gonna say, but like you know, he's like a left back, but okay, he's really bad defensively. So I think there's mm-hmm. a lot more um, debate there. But if you want to so, start, so I don't okay, have Davies. I don't, don't have Davies. Uh, no, I have. Um, I, I have Shao Cancelo. Yeah. Who is actually not it's, even a left back? I have him as my right back. Really? <laughs> I mean, he he's. I think he plays a little he, more. He he plays left back for City just because Kyle Walker plays right. Um, and then when Kyle Walker doesn't play, he plays right. Okay. Um, but Cancelo starts usually at left back, three goals, seven assists as a right-footed left back, which is crazy. Um, so, yeah, I have him just because he's also so versatile for City. Um, City's let in only 13 goals this year, um, and he's contributed to a ton of their goals scored, yeah. too. Um, okay, I guess I don't yeah. really have to say for this one since I do have Cancelo on the list. <laughs> I have a right back. I have a right back. Um, but I guess so. I think I think Cancelo deserves to be in there somewhere. After yeah. my left back, I have Teo Hernandez. Oh, yeah. um, this is crazy. He has last season he had seven goals, four assists. This season he has five goals, four assists already. That's pretty crazy. That's crazy. He had two goals over the weekend, and he also takes penalties for them. He's captain of the team. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So like. What a player, first yeah. of all. Like, leading their team. He's got to um, be like 23 years old, right? Yeah. Doesn't he also sort of play kind of inverted? Like he makes runs through the middle? He's a very offensive player. Yeah. He has like his pressures are up there, I think. But like Davies has incredible pressures because he's so, mm-hmm. he's like runs so hard. Right. But those pressures, what do they lead to? You know? Yeah. Um, so, but he, so he's definitely more kind of moving forward. Um, but I'm actually, I'm, I'm not sure if AC Milan play a three-back or a four-back. Four I think they play a four-back, yeah. yeah. So that's definitely much more of a conventional system. So to have that many goals and have that many assists well, and to be such an important yeah. player where it's much more of a reserve position, I think, is also pretty... Um, mm-hmm. we are, we're, we're saying the three... Put, I, Davies, Cancelo, and Teo all play in a four-back system and they're yeah. going crazy. That's what, yeah. that's why, like... That's interesting. Yeah, play, like, Chilwell is, like, could be in the conversation, but he's... Supposed to score goals and right. assists. That's yeah. more of his Wing goal. Back, yeah. Um, and yeah, players. I'm also gonna go with Cancelo. Um, I thought it's. I thought it was just up to between him and Davies. Davies, I feel like they're different tactically. Davies is just like an additional winger. Yeah. Who has the crazy pace, crazy enough pace to come back. Who literally can like make a run to the end line, and if they lose the ball, he can recover and. It's the recovery. It's the recovery that changes it. It's not like he's like good one-on-one defending, no. but if there's he's a so long pacey. ball over the high line, he'll yeah, get there. there. And so. I, f- I feel like 
yes, Davies is incredible, but Cancelo is a little more brings like more tactical nuance mm-hmm. to City's team. Um, he can his like his diagonal balls and like just like cut through defenses are like crazy to watch. Versus, I feel like Davies is just playing on semi pro and he's yeah. just like Sweet. running up there because he can because he plays for Bayern. Yeah, because he's, he's and competition comes to play. Yes, um, yes. Man City's <laughs> playing yeah. against. Uh, Best teams Premier League teams versus Davies versus some. I don't want to roast Premier League, but like <laughs> no, no, it, I, against I, Bochum, I, I he's, agree, just, yeah. he's just an additional winger. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think it's a Cantelo's um stats and how he plays is a, a yeah. little more impressive. I think. I mean, I guess so. I'm, I'm willing willing to go Cantelo here um, because my <laughs> I, yeah no, but I was between like Teo and Davies just. Having Cancelo um, in, in, right. in the right back position since he does play there sometimes. Yeah. But I think even between Teo Hernandez and Davies, I don't think it's a question. I think Teo Hernandez by a mile, mm-hmm. which means that I don't think Davies really should be, even be in the question. And that seems very harsh since he is such a skilled player. But as like a left back, and obviously he does more with that role, um, but if you're looking at him playing out of position or something, Chao Cancelo still wins that by a mile. The guy plays basically center mid half the game. Yeah. And also gets up there, and if we're looking at like Teo Hernandez being just kind of more that more traditional attacking um, option, similar to how Davies is, Teo Hernandez's numbers are better. So mm-hmm. I don't, I think, um, I think it's talking solo by a mile because I don't think Davies should really even be in this Mark conversation down. Do this we year. Wanna, do we want to jump to right back then? Because yeah, sure. Consider- so I'm, yeah, I want to hear you guys have a right back because I had Cancelo there. Because I didn't like any of the other right back picks. So, the, wh- what you were talking about, how some players offensively might be like incredible, but like defensively not as good. Trent Alexander Arnold, not very good defensively, but um, incredible going forward. Um, his stats this year, let's see, um, two goals, nine assists this season. Yeah, yeah as incredible. as a right back. Yeah. He plays. Um, he plays right. Yeah, he plays right back, but like that's also because like some of the goals that Liverpool gives up are because of Trent. You yeah. know, he doesn't get back, um, but also he creates so much on the offensive uh, standpoint for the game. I think it kind of offsets his defensive liability in a lot of sense. So yeah, um, every stat I or like visualization I see is like Trent going crazy. He has the most, by far, the most expected threat. Which is just like, on average, how threatening his balls are into the box, into like dangerous areas, mm-hmm. and he does it in every part of the right side. He does it from deep. He does it. He comes up. He does it from. Um, he has cutbacks near the goal. He crosses in. He does their set pieces. He does their corners. He scores set pieces. Yeah. Um, and I think it's either him or Reese. Yeah. I love Reese. Um, I think Reese is the um, sort of the like the inverse of that. He has incredible offensive output for how good of a defender he is. Right. He can play right center back. He is one on one. You're not going to beat Reese James in the defensive system. Um, and part of me wants to put Reese there because we kind of, especially this is like the defense of our best team, and we should put um, we should give some credit to defending as a, a skill that Reese James dominates and does the offensive side of it. Mm-hmm. But 
Trent might beat him because of how good he is on the offensive side. Yeah. How crazy, what crazy stuff yeah. he does. And also the unfortunate part of the, about this is, is that Reese is not up in the list, in the list for our yeah. options. Yeah. If we're going based on these FIFA options. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, why kind of in my head I was like, okay, I think Reese should be the, the right back choice that we go for. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I was like, okay, like, John Kinsella should be next. Um, because I don't want to vote for Liverpool. I don't want to vote for Trent because he's always compared to Reese, and I think Reese is an all-around better player. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trent is incredible, so yeah. I think that's a no, um, good pick as a red No pick. Kyle Walker in the conversation. Because I think the thing he's with Trent... Me, though, which I guess no, okay, he doesn't, he's, doesn't score, and he doesn't really assist a lot, and he swaps... He swaps a lot with Cancelo, so when Cancelo starts right, he doesn't play. I feel like he doesn't play enough to be in the conversation. But, yeah, but when it comes down to like England, Trent, Trent is not starting for England, and yeah, that's that's a per, yeah. Kyle Walker starts, and you're not going to get by Kyle Walker defensively either. He's but still making those. Yeah, he's still making those offensive runs, but like that's yeah. the point. Like Kyle Walker is like still the first choice right back for England. And he hasn't produced statistically for City, and he's not playing consistently, so that's why also I didn't put him down. Mm-hmm. But it is a managerial yeah, kind of like South, decision. Southgate system called right. for yeah. um, him, and yeah. you can't like that. That also play, plays into: Are we going to dock players for not playing for their um, national teams when it's up to one manager essentially? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not totally a meritocracy. It's up to do you fit into their system yeah um so that's all tough but I I want to say Reese I want to say Reese I want to say Reese but I think we gotta go with uh, yeah. with Trent it's more yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, alright let's do center backs and I guess I think we can kind of do these together maybe yeah and just choose two center backs okay. as a collective I think my first yeah, vote for one of them would be Tony Brugger yeah I put him down Next. Ooh. Okay, well, I think, I guess, um, obviously he's kind of a contentious player, and I think he, um, you know, people can say, okay, he's not as good as he seems. But the thing is, right now he's the best defender on Chelsea, um, who Chelsea obviously has Thiago Silva, who's one of the best defenders of all time. Mm-hmm. And Ruger is playing better than him, I yeah. think, most, most games these days. Mm-hmm. He has the energy, he has the fight that helps Chelsea get all the way to the Champions League final. Um, he's been scoring some goals this year. I think at least scored one, one or two this year, yeah, which isn't like a huge thing. And obviously Chelsea has a lot of defenders that score. Um, but I think those big game moments, he got those two pens um, called. He's doing like above and beyond. You know, he's ta- he's saying, okay, this team when we're down and out, we don't have kind of the extra draw. He goes the extra mile to make sure that happens. Um, and not many players can do that. Not many players can kind of turn the game around like that. But his like passion is like pretty much un, unmatched mm-hmm. and so that's like one side of him but then also his defensive ability like I was saying against him and uh, Thiago Silva he's defending like crazy yeah. the guy is like unbelievable these days yeah um, so I think for me he has to be in their Champions League final that's also a huge trophy yeah um, okay, so. let's, let's throw out some names and then we can argue for place because I also have Rudy here I think for all those reasons plus I want to say his when he takes the ball up he carries the ball up it's always in the right situation, and he never loses the ball. And it always is a positive thing for the right. Chelsea. And for a center back to do that and consistently just help out our build-up in the offense um, 
It's such a great skill to, yeah. to yeah. bring to the table. Well, I like I like center backs that one like can score and are an aerial threat both offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. And Rudiger does do that. I have two people who I think can play out the back just slightly better and are comparatively still just as good as a defender. Mm-hmm. I have Ruben Diaz, who's like a Yash. rock in the back. Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz. And Marquinhos, mm. who both can score, both maybe have like three or two goals on the year, and I think are better passers than Rudiger. Mm. I, I, least, I have Diaz as my second option. Yeah, I have Marquinhos at least, as my second option. Oh. oh my god. Ah, <laughs> where are um, No, so... I think when I when I think of Rudiger, the cross play so passes that are like very diagonal going forward, I feel like Diaz and Marquinhos can do those better, mm. and that stretches the field too and keeps the back line like, and and I guess Chelsea plays a three back or five back too with Rudiger, so he that's not his job. Um, yeah, Thiago Silva is doing long balls. Right, he does long balls. I do want to like um, since we are kind of, you know, I'll have. Interchangeable options. Um, I don't want to like bring accolades into it totally, but if we think about Chelsea winning the Champions League, obviously we know Rudiger was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruben Diaz won Premier League Player of the Year last year. That's like a pretty huge accolade. Yeah. Um, City obviously won the title, made it to the Champions League final. Um, Diaz was pretty poor in the Euros, yeah. but with City, um, he was kind of undefeated. Um, playing next to John Stones too who also kind of I feel like Diaz upped his game and John Stones now is a much better defender than he was previously mm-hmm. playing next to Laporte um, so well, I'm going to hear your argument for McKinney, or yeah. my argument is every time I watch McKinney's I'm so impressed I, I he's one of the leaders of that PSG team he has Incredible offensive ability. Every every time they come up for a corner, I mm-hmm. see Marquinhos get in there and score a few. Um, and on the de- defensive side, for how like he's not a big guy, but he has such aerial um, presence. Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't watch when I watch City. I'm not watching. I feel like it's not as impressive for a, a, their defensive stats or City's defensive stats. City's defenders because of how dominant City are in possession, and yeah, that's partly because of um, Diaz's uh, passing ability. But Marquinhos is holding on the fort when um, PSG is putting out Messi, Neymar, and uh, Mbappe, and none of them are defending. None of them are defending, and Marquinhos is that the leader of that seven-man fort mm-hmm. that they're yeah. they're building. And in my opinion, that's more. It's more impressive that PSG are top of the um, table with such a messed up system, and I think Marquinhos has a lot to do with that. Yeah, they do. PSG do have a lot of good defensive um, stats, and I think one thing I don't think we should um, kind of obviously City are a phenomenal team, probably the best team in the world right now. Yeah. Um, and their midfield has a lot of has a lot of like possessors, but. Their like midfield's defensive ability isn't phenomenal. Mm-hmm. If you think about KDB in there, he's not really a best defender ever. Rodri honestly is not. Mm-hmm. I think he's great because he's at he's City, but I don't. I don't think he's kind of, you know, top top tier center mid or anything like that. Um, and I think Diaz, with their um, 
great defensive ability. I think the backbone of their defense is Jao Cancelo and Ruben Diaz. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, I don't, honestly, I don't know off the top of my head that I would put money behind it, but they have, that City has like the least amount of goals scored against them last year. Um, I know they have it this year. Yeah. Um, and so I think that yeah. kind of has to speak a lot. And the, what should be the most um, challenging league um, in the world, yeah. Yeah, so. This is a tough decision. Do well, we want to see well, Diaz for one? Well, I know. I'm sticking with yeah. my Rudiger and Marquinhos. This, 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 this doesn't work because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to outvote all of you yeah. guys. Um, <laughs> or we switch our system to a three in the back end. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. We have to, we have to come up with two. Okay, um, who, are you, who are you more willing to concede? I would... I would probably be more willing to concede Marquinhos. Mm. Honestly. Because mm. I think Diaz is just so <laughs> solid. He's just so solid. Like, you almost don't hear his name sometimes, which is what you kind of want out of a defender. Like, you only yeah, hear Yeah, but also when you, when you hear a, a, a defender getting, like, player of the year, like, that's, like, huge. Yeah, but, like, I'm, I'm talking more, like, game-to-game, like... He doesn't make mistakes, and you hear defenders' names when they make mistakes. Same thing That's with a true. goalkeeper. Yeah. Like, a goalkeeper, you don't really talk about the goalkeeper until they make a mistake. And then everyone's talking about So what is that? But you're just saying you're willing to concede Marquinhos. Yeah, I'm talking about Ruben Diaz. You don't really talk about him, but he's solid every game, and which is why he's like at the end of the season. Yeah, the like, same oh, argument can be made for Marquinhos. Marquinhos. Yeah, Marquinhos. I know, I know <laughs> but I think Marquinhos... <laughs> Doesn't he play DM sometimes too? Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> yes. real quick, I think we should take a step back. Uh. I'm arguing really hard for Diaz. You're arguing hard for Diaz as well. Yes. You're arguing, arguing hard for Marquinhos. Yeah, I'm arguing hard for Rudiger. Yeah, I would, <laughs> well, I I would be willing to, because of his lack of passing ability, which is still pretty good, but comparatively to uh, Diaz and. I think also the fact that Chelsea does play in the three back. Yeah, um, it has to come into consideration, and that your defensive, um, I guess like prowess doesn't it, like as good of a defender as he is. Is muted a little bit, or at least diminished. Yeah, when, with three in the back, you are expected to be more of a progressor, and Ruger definitely progresses with his carries, but not as much with his passes. Yeah. That's designated to Thiago Silva. Yeah. So I'm willing to concede Rudiger yeah. over. Marquinhos, that's what I was going to say. Would it be fair to say Rudiger's more reckless than I don't those think, two? I don't think... I don't because think he's more, thing, no, he's more intense and he's more aggressive. That's part of his game. Yeah, I, don't I, think, don't think I don't think that's reckless. It's I think it's a, that's, a, it's yeah. like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think his, his only real negative is um, like switching the ball and like probably just like progressive passing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really like starting our... our Sometimes we just like get stuck on the left side, and mm-hmm. we need a player that can ping, the field, just like yeah. really quickly ping it. And Ruger is sometimes not that player. Yeah. Because of that, I would concede that he's not one of the yeah. best two center backs in the world. Yeah. All right. Let's move forward. Okay. I, think, I think Marquinhos and Diaz should be our okay. picks. All right. Um, okay. For now, what I think, <laughs> after getting through all of that, I have no idea how long this is taking. Um, after getting through all that, I think. Most contentious area of the field. Is there we go. Yeah, this is going to be the hardest part. <laughs> I feel like the part. forwards are going to be like kind of straightforward. I did. The forwards, I, I was like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So I, Midfields, I, I have five some. names written down for midfield. Really? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> okay, so I think first option, who I, 
My so I think should we start with like a defend defensive, defensive mid, mid or so do you Conte? Want to... I said no. Kimmich. I have I have Conte is not a defensive mid because he's not he doesn't play okay, a six. Right, yeah. I have him at uh, I have him but he has an eight. I have Verratti as a six. Mm. So right, Verratti's not in my Kimmich? list at all. I have Kimmich. I I looked at I looked at Verratti's stats. Verratti is number one. Um, as much of a linchpin to Italy's team as Jorginho was, maybe even more, and as good as Marquinhos is, I think he's the best player on PSG. And my stats to prove it is he does the same. Like best compare, player, overall player on PSG is Verratti. Honestly, when I watch, when I watch, <laughs> uh, that, like, when I watch PS, yeah. PSG, I the, Verratti is the heart of that team. Maybe Mbappe has uh, right now is a more skilled player. Uh, Verratti wins them games more important um, yeah. because he does the same he does the same the roles of Jorginho and like Kovacic or Conte on um, Chelsea he performs both of those he has defensive ability he is press resistant he can't press PSG because Verratti will dribble out of it yeah. and he's a progressor he is uh-huh. 96th percentile for dribbles completed 99th percentile for progressive carries and for progressive passes. He's like, he's top of the board for every, everything you want from a midfielder. And he pl- can play a six, he can play an eight. He yeah. can just, like, he's, just, he's just your all around midfielder. And he's not even just like all around midfielder, he's incredible every aspect of the game. As much as like, I used to hate Ferrazzi because I thought he was a little, little annoying, a little prick. He's like five, six. But now I've, gr- I've, grown, to, I've grown to like no. respect him. I think, I think he's phenomenal. I think um, I'm willing to go. I don't know if I am. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like, I feel like we almost have to talk about our other midfielders, you know? I think, I honestly, I just want to go three center midfielders across the board rather than... Oh, yeah. Okay. Like a DM center, center midfielder. Because all of my, like, three midfielders could play in that center position, mm-hmm. but they also might not all the time. Like, Conte sometimes does play a more defensive role. Yeah. I think he's more traditionally seen as a CDM. Um, so I think, honestly... Similar to center backs, if you guys are here with it, I think we just can pick. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because my, my, my defensive can play a more central right. one. Yeah. Okay. I think one name that you both might have overlooked is Nico Barella. Yeah. Yeah. He is, I've never seen a player work harder than him. Like, like flat out. When I see him, he's like sprinting like no one else. Mm-hmm. He started, I think, I don't know if it, five out of six games for the Euros which Italy won again. Yeah. Inter Milan won Serie A for the first time in I don't know how long. Yeah. And he was an integral part of all of that. And literally when when I watch him play, he's like the only name I'm thinking about because I'm like, oh my gosh, how is he still there? How is he still there? He's like working like nobody else. Mm-hmm. So I think his name should be in like serious contention. I didn't have Barella. I didn't have Barella because I feel like he doesn't have, like he's incredible as a midfielder and does all that, but how Inter plays, um, they rely on goals from those two more forward center mid positions. And I don't think, I don't know what the stats are, but I, from what I've seen, he I haven't seen him score that much. I haven't seen him like assist that many goals. He does, yeah, he fair. progresses, he um, is like counter pressing is incredible. No, he does but, assist a lot. He has like he seven, seven or nine assists this year. Okay, he's, he has one goal, but I think he's like seven for sure. Yeah, bring him the We're gonna look it up. Yeah, bring him the like, um, 
Okay. No, because that, well, so I, honestly, I don't have that written down, but I think like his work ethic alone for me and the fact that I keep seeing him and how hard he works, and not only how hard he works, obviously, because someone could work hard and not be good, but just how integral he is to like the constant press that those teams yeah. need, especially with, do you think, Lukaku and um, Lautaro Martinez, they're not getting back and yeah. having pressures like similar to how Chelsea is, you know? Yeah, that's true. And so he has to fill in for all this stuff, yeah. which is Goal, one goal, seven assists. This season? This season. That's I pretty mean, incredible. Seven, seven assists. assists. That's what, yeah, that's it, All that really matters is the goal comp- contribution. Mm-hmm. Right. Seven assists, that's, that's, that's a lot. Um, yeah, my, my player that I had in that position is actually a player that wasn't really on the list. So I'm willing to see that is um, Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Bernardo I, Silva plays yeah. center mid. Yes. And he honestly has been one of the, if not the best player on Man City this year. Yeah. Um, and every time I watch him, the fact that he plays center mid, he plays yeah. like there sixty percent of the time, and can perform those duties, and just like um, he's everywhere on that. Whatever. He, he floats around, floats everywhere. around, and every yeah. time he gets the ball, he beats a man and he creates a chance. No, I mean he's like one of the most like beautiful players to watch. Yeah, it's, uh, like that's and that's one of my like. Like, yeah, the off yeah, 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 yeah. part of it is yeah. like what player like just like makes your jaw drop is Bernardo Silva when I watch yeah. him play is pretty crazy. Brella does that too, but I think Silva a little more. No, Brella's much more of a gritty player, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, let's just keep going through these names. What about so I have De Bruyne, even though he might be having like a down year, but I think his quality is still like it's Kevin De Bruyne, and I think he's one of the best box to box. No pun intended, but. Box to box. Uh, no, one of the best box to box midfielders in the world. Mm. I'm, yes, and I understand he's playing with the best players. No, I, I think I, I agree with you. Yes, he is one of the best, but this he's, is like this, 20, year he's been this like, is the team of the year for 2021. And was he in the Jim, team of the year? Jim was so. more impressive than him this year. Yeah, same with Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva. Even Phil Foden was playing in that was, center was the third role best midfielder yeah, on yeah, the team. Yes. Statistically, though. So is your team of the year Gundogan? No, 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 no. But but statistically, yes, Foden has I think the same amount of goals and more assists. But I think Kevin De Bruyne has a overall bigger impact for City because he makes a lot of the passes. He he makes a lot of the side passes either to the wingers or switches it over to Mares. So he doesn't get that assist because he's like that second pass. Yeah. You know, and so he's making all those things that open up the field, but it doesn't show on the stat sheet. Mm-hmm. But he is having a down year for yeah. him. But I still think he's one of the best. Yeah, players. I mean, I think that's kind of hard because I am just used to such impressive displays from him. Um, but I didn't have him written down. Yeah, me neither. Um, I, 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 I think because of this, he's just no, having a, one of those worst yeah. years in years. Um, two, like I guess, whatever. The two other players I had, I had. Whatever. Yeah. I had I had Nico Brella, then I had Pedri and N'Golo Kante. Mm. I think Kante I think his performance with Chelsea alone should get him in this top three um, center bids this year. Um, I think when he is on when he is on the field with Chelsea, he is like by far the biggest impact player and you see the most change. Mm-hmm. And he won man of the match for both Real Madrid games and the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. That's like a big game player, you know. Yeah. I mean I think checks that box. No, right, yeah. yeah that's no, that's what we were talking yeah. about. That, that and for France. He, Conte's the reason that Pogba can play the way he does on France. It's because he up. knows that Conte's behind him and is going to defend. Yeah. And that's why Pogba can't play that way for United. Right. Um, the reason I put Kimmich 
over Conte was so many names. This is so hard. Yeah, was because I think Kimmich is still a great defender, and and no doubt Conte is still a better defender and like never gets tired. But I think going forward, Kimmich is a better passer and can contribute forward a little bit more. Um, but I'm willing to you know if we're considering all these center mids, if we're choosing two other people that are you know more going forward and more sisters, I could put Conte over Kimmich. As a more defensive option, I so think kind of that's fair. Probably, the, probably yeah. consistently the best player on Chelsea, and when he when he plays, we score goals because he is counterpress. Yeah, right. is defending and underrated part of his game is his dribbling and carries. You don't think yeah. of, you think Kovacic over Conte, but Conte is just as good. Yeah, just the, the stats back it up, um, and he has all those defensive abilities, and now. Tuchel is playing him higher up the field. Sometimes he's on one of those float, floating tens. Yeah. He plays that high up the field or even like a right mid. And the fact that he has that like in his locker on top of all of his defensive ability and the fact that he pulled them all out this year, I think I think for me... Should I square yeah, that? I'm writing all the names. Okay, okay. This, this one might be dismissed quickly, but I, I put Sun in my team. And it's because <laughs> when I watch him... When I watch it, well, he was on a midfielder for... The team of the year, right? That's what I'm saying. But um, but yeah, he plays wing, which is weird that they didn't have him as a forward. But he was listed as a midfielder, and when I see him play, he's so quick. He's very clinical with both feet. He can score right, right footed, left footed, um, and he's like so deceptively quick. I feel like too, like it's different to be like fast and also quick. Um, and it's not like he's playing like he's playing for Tottenham. But I think it's better to be good on, like, City. You know, you're playing with better teams, and there's no shade to, like, the Tottenham players. But Kane hasn't been producing very well. He's playing with Winks and Ndombele as his midfielders. He's doing, like, everything for Tottenham. And yeah, I think, I think he is the best player on Tottenham this year. Yeah. Kane hasn't been good. Four and goals. even before that, he was um, on Kane's level. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the most dangerous counterattack players in the Premier League. But he's not a midfielder. He's not a midfielder. And I, yeah. think even, I, I don't have him in my attack. I don't have him in my midfield. Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah I'm, I'm fair with that. I, it was weird that they didn't they had yeah. him at mid. What do you guys think of Pedri? Most, most games played in the world. Yeah, that's well, Olympics, crazy. the Euro. Olympics, Euros. Barcelona. Barcelona. All the competitions. Um, you know, when I, when I watch him, I'm pretty impressed. I'm very impressed. Yeah. Um, in fact, they played every single, like, pretty much every yeah, game. I guess, I, I, my argument more for Pedro is not that he is necessarily, like, better than some of these players on this list, but I think he had a better, like, yeah, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me try to find one of my, which players would I have? So I guess, wait, who, who are your three next? Who do you have? Son, Kimmich, De Bruyne. Because we've knocked Objective. out all three of those names. <laughs> well, I... Yeah. Well, what are our other options? I would Varela, Varela, Varela. Yeah, Conte's locked in. But Conte's Varela, locked in. It's Verratti, Varela, and... Uh, Padre. I also do have Declan Rice written down. Um, you know, West Ham... Declan, West Ham were huge last year, and he was integral to that. And he and then gets also, better every game he plays. He gets better every game. And then also, England went to the Euro Finals. finals. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Um, I think he's boring. 
Well, he's, yeah, but yeah, so is Jorginho. He is pretty good. He's pretty good. I never, like, He's more excited than Jorginho. Jorginho literally lulls me to sleep, and I'm like, wow, he's so good. Yeah, so that's true. Where no one's mentioned Jorginho. I've, I've never... I'm still, like, iffy about Declan Rice. I'm still, like, unsure if he's that good. Yeah. I, sometimes I watch him play, and I'm like, he's the linchpin of that West Ham team. Sometimes I'm like, really? Declan right. Rice? He's, he's invisible. Um, he has played like center back for the last like yeah. five or six games. Yeah, I like I I'll concede that he could be one of the best players in the world. I'm just like I still yeah. he could I, he could be just a, just above the average in my book. Yeah. Okay, so we're running out of names if we keep knocking everyone off. So we have Conte Thomas Muller. <laughs> no. Who's still in the? We we knocked out Kimmich. We knocked out KDB. We have uh, Verratti. I want Verratti. We and still I, have two spots. We have two we spots. Have and we have three three people in Pedri. I would put Verratti and Barella. Yeah, but then we don't have Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva. Yeah, he wasn't. He he wasn't an option. Okay. So it's Verratti, Barella, and Pedri. Okay, I guess that was easier than I thought. Yeah, I think no. I think no. Pedri. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you okay with that? I. I I guess I would be tempted to put Pedri over Verratti. Um, no. I do think Verratti's a better player. Yeah, I think um, while Pedri had a great year, he's still what is he eighteen? He just turned eighteen. Yeah. I know he's still, but I think um, people, uh, our perception of him is a little tiny bit blown yeah. out of proportion because of how good of a year he had, he's having at eighteen, while Verratti's in his prime, and every single time I watch his game, he's a, one of the if not the yeah. best player on the pitch. Yeah. Well, the thing about when he came, like when Verratti came on during the Euros, like I think the second or third game when he was back fit, yeah. um, he was, it was like, wow, this guy is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's fair. I do see what you're saying about um, Pedri. Uh, Pedri. Um, I think kind of what speaks to him more his awe is just how many games he played last year. But um, I think, yeah, I'll go Verratti. Okay. And Nico Barella. Is that it? Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. I, I was looking at Barella, but I didn't end up putting him in. I think the thing is, I think he's not that flashy, but you're like, wow, he has seven assists? Yeah. Like, that kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I think he's a really good player. And on the inter team that won Syria, and he came up big as much as, you know, you have Lukaku. And yeah. I, I, I didn't realize he had that, that many assists. Yeah. And he said that that's where the goals are coming right. from. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's um, what you need with it. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, right. This is gonna be interesting. I feel like do do we all have Salah? Yeah, I have Salah. Yeah, okay. Right. That's a lot. <laughs> Salah. I mean, we can speak briefly. Right. I guess I, like I'm trying to think of who the other even who I was. Mary, I think Messi obviously is always yeah up there, but Mohamed Salah was no. better than him this year. Yeah, Messi hasn't been very good for PSG. Obviously, he's come up with some big goals in the Champions League, but he's always come up with bigger goals. Think about that one against Norwich and then against Man City. Yeah. Those two goals are both like Puskas winners or whatever. Yeah. Um, like goal of the year. Back to back. Back to back. Back to back games. Like that. Those, I was like, holy crap. I know. I was like, unbelievable watching do those. It's like I'm watching a highlight tape or something on yeah. YouTube. Okay, so yeah, Mohamed Salah, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Leva. I also have Lewandowski. Um, I, I put 50 50. Uh, Lewa versus Benzema. I want to give Benzema <laughs> I have Benzema, a shot. Benzema is my left wing. <laughs> is your left, your left wing? I left was wing. I was thinking that too. Just because Benzema assists much more than Lewandowski does, I think Benzema has like 
also seven assists or eight assists or something. Yeah. And it's comparable with Leva on goals. Yeah. Um, I would. I was looking at like Bundesliga and La Liga. Like Bundesliga, very slightly, is like more competitive this year than La Liga is, mm-hmm. because um, at the top it's Real Madrid, Sevilla by like five or six point difference, and then it's a huge drop off. Like Atletico Madrid is at fourth place, and they're sixteen points behind Madrid. Which is like yeah, Madrid is yeah. almost running away with it right now. Yeah. Well, so that speaks highly of Benzema. Yes, it does. Yeah. I think it speaks highly of Benzema is the fact that when they were like floundering, when Real Madrid wasn't yeah. playing well, yeah. Benzema was their entire team. Yeah, their his entire their entire like Vinicius earlier in the year right. was playing yeah. terribly and only came up back is having a great year right out of like, this season has been playing well, mm-hmm. but he, Benzema was their entire offense right. for a good amount. Yeah. yeah, I think Benzema last last season, twenty three goals, nine assists. So far this season, seventeen goals, seven assists. So he's already kind of seventeen goals. Already kind of blowing his numbers out of the water. Yeah, or not out of the water, but um, playing better than he was last year. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna argue. We want to move on to like a left wing. I was yeah. gonna argue Mbappe left wing and Benzema up top. I have Mbappe left wing too. Let me hear your arguments for Mbappe. Um. Nine goals, nine assists, eighteen games, six champion Champions League games, four goals, four assists, and that too. I'm, I'm honestly just, not. I'm, I'm I'm more impressed with his assist numbers than I am with his goals. Yeah. Because if you're comparing him to like, what Lewandowski has twenty goals already. Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, he's playing a little bit of a different position, but not really. A lot of times, Mbappe is playing right down the middle. Yeah. He usually is. Yeah. It's with the system. Um. Is he? Yeah. This year is he only playing striker? I guess. With, I guess he's a little bit more of like an over the top. Forward, but I think yeah, he's only playing striker. Because normally we have Neymar on the left. Yeah. Um, and if not, Di Maria will kind of fill in if one yeah. of those guys are hurt. But Mbappe still drifts <laughs> left even. a lot, yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I guess yes, he can play as a left. Um, he can play any of those three positions. But. Yeah, I still think Mbappe is like Mbappe, speed, clinical, and assists. Dude, Benzema's no, underrated. I, I think like I think Benzema he, had a better year than Mbappe. So you want to put Leva and Benzema up there? I didn't realize yeah. I could put Benzema on the left wing. Yeah, I I mean if we're doing it like that, team. yes, statistically, yes, that's fair. statistically Benzema has okay, well more goals, twice as many you, goals. Yeah, we could bend the rules and put him on the left, or well, I think no, because like think about it, like yes, Mbappe can play left wing, but he's not playing left he's wing. Not, he's playing yeah. he's playing down the center. Yeah, but he's can not, Benzema he's and Leva play left wing? Okay, but I don't I don't think that's I think Benzema is a better striker than Mbappe, and they're both playing striker. So if you're going to put Mbappe on the left wing, I think Benzema can also be put on the left wing, just based on the fact, not the actual position, but just the fact that you're putting him into uh, this team. Because yeah. mm-hmm. neither of them play left wing. They both play striker. And if we're just looking at it based on that, and we're both putting one of them out of position, just yeah. for this chart at least, then I yeah. think Benzema had a better year than Mbappe. Yeah. What do you think? I agree with that. I would like to put Lewa and Benzema, but if we're going to stick to the chart, I think we have to put Benzema at striker and find a new left wing. If Where, who are other left wings? <laughs> we have, uh, let's see, Chiesa, who just tore his ACL, no, which is unfortunate. Ronaldo, Jonathan David leading League One with goals, yeah, but, but he's a striker. Neymar, no. Not Neymar. Grealish? No. Um, oh, 
Haaland, Insigne, Lukaku, Kane, Martinez, Messi. Son. Neymar, I feel like he's been I was about to say, Ariza Vial. He's kind of nasty. Yeah. Dimitri Payet. Vlahovic. Vlahovic? Yeah. But he's a striker. Yeah, he's more he's more striker than any of these guys. I feel like we need to put a pure winger up there, but I don't even know. No, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. We can't put any of those players... Like if you think about it, like this, this this chart is nailed in as a four three three or whatever, mm-hmm. however it's laid out. But that's yeah. not how all like half these teams don't play that formation. Right, so right. I don't think we have to follow it to that so to that like tenth degree. Yeah. because um, we're forcing all these players kind of out of position. You put you put Benzema, Leo, and Salah on the team. <laughs> they'll, they'll be they'll okay. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. I think, okay, so I, that's I think true. that's a good top three. All right. I really good. Yeah, no, that is good. Are we choosing a coach? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Eric Ten Hag. <laughs> no, there's no coach. We don't no, have to do that. Coach, but, uh, that would be another round. That was a lot. Yeah. All right, all right. Shall we go through it? Courtois on goal. Cantelo, Diaz, Marquinhos, and Trent back four. Verratti playing kind of a six with Kante and Barella in front of him. <laughs> and then across the top, Benzema, Lewa, and Salah. It's not a bad team. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would coach. Not bad. I would go. Yeah. I would coach and just say go and fuck it. Okay, so we're a little bit low on time since we're already at an hour. Yeah. But I think let's just do like a rapid fire kind of Chelsea and Byron update. Byron with a loss this weekend. Yeah. Um, the giant killer Gladbach back at it. Um I mean we were missing a lot of people just with COVID and everything like that, but I think um I don't know if you guys watched, but Lewandowski like this was probably his like worst performing game. Um, yeah. he obviously he's missing on. yeah I think a lot of also like yes injuries but they still put out a good team but I think almost like mentality going into it it was like after a long break they were like oh my gosh Bayern there's so many people out like I feel like that has to get into your head a little bit yes yeah um, and Gladbach see that as like oh we got him yeah. you know they're like let's let's do it again Gladbach already sees that Gladbach right. owns it's like 14th in the league and I like I know. in my mind they're just like a perfectly organized yeah, unit yeah. of like, like trapping they have, to, they have to teach these other teams how to beat Bayern because <laughs> they have to unlock they have to figure it out yeah but hopefully everyone's going to be back soon Kimmich is is practicing again after his, his whole COVID thing um so yeah, and and who does com- I play this weekend? You know, the I don't know off the top of my head, but it's, um, it's on, Kingsley um, Coman is gonna resign his contract I think in the next two days. Not gonna wood, which is big. So the Rafinha rumors are probably Cole. over. K O L yeah, Cologne. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> Cologne is also oh, yeah. English, but um, yeah, easy done. What's going right. on with Chelsea? Um. Five one against uh, Chesterfield. Chesterfield. Good win against Tottenham, which we talked about last week. But I had a nice goal. Lukaku. That was a nice goal. Lukaku yeah. scored. No, Lukaku scored yeah. one. Yeah. 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 I think I guess honestly, my main thing that I'm liking about Chelsea these days is Ziyech. Um, I think he's playing really well, and he's playing kind of a like a right wing back, right mid, yeah, like yeah, a traditional right mid. Really like good. I think he, I don't know, but um, you know, he's been a player that's always kind of. Oh, he's probably gonna go to the AC Milan. He's gonna go wherever, you know, Dortmund, yeah. all these different teams. Um, but he's playing very well recently. Yeah. The past, like, honestly, only the past two games, really. Um, but he has that kind of on his side, so I think he should kind of keep it up. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, I was like one thing. 
point out um, is Chelsea were kind of looking at um, Luca Digne as a Chilwell replacement. Um, Which might not happen. No, yeah. that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. And they're looking at report that said we Paul Mary Emerson Paul Mary. Oh, okay. that's who Tuchel wants apparently yeah. is to bring him back because if you think about it, Tuchel really liked him. Um, he played him as like a traditional left back. He played him. Up further, he played him even in that like again the floating ten role. So he kind of mm. played him everywhere. He played a um, floating ten. Yeah, he played. He played. Yeah, when he scored that goal against Atletico Madrid in the Champions League, the second leg, he was playing as like oh an, out, an outside winger, <laughs> like a floating ten. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So like he had, I think, and so I think Tuchel sees that and he's like, okay, this guy has what I need. He has the versatility I need. He's also like played with Chelsea before, which is huge. Yeah. And I think at this stage of the season, that's like one of the biggest factors. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like to see. So okay. I think I think they have to he has to talk with Lille, um, Lille or Lyon, one of them. Um, where he's playing right now. I don't know. Um, but talk with them and they might have to pay a fee because I don't think they want to give him up. Yeah. Um, right. Since he's playing pretty well, but. Um, he's got to practice his French. Communicate with Lille and Lyon. Parlez-vous français? That right, pretty yeah, much wraps it up. Let's end it there, yeah. Please, please. What uh, episode? First episode. What's yeah, going on? I hope you guys had uh, some fun. I know, well, at least I did. Um, no, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I can't tell if that was like 45 minutes or like two hours. <laughs> I know, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's dark right now, but um, so intense, yeah. make sure to like and subscribe and follow us along. We're going to be posting every Friday um, from now on, so this is what it's going to be. Please yeah. reveal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll take off my mask now. Bye. Bye. Wow!